0: Hello. Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. Great to see you all again. So we have a super meaty episode, which is tips to building your resilience at work, which we're going to break this up in two parts because you know how we rattle, right, Taylor? Oh, okay. yeah. I'm going to go you? on
1: tangents, a million tangents <laughs> on this one. I'm great. How are you? Good.
0: I was even like, this might be three episodes.
1: <laughs> With us. I mean, it probably could be eight episodes for the eight tips. But um, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. I think it's got a lot of valuable information for, for everyone, regardless of what industry you work in.
0: Yeah, that's the cool part because I know um in our course there's actually a module just for being a resilient, efficient recruiter. And it's hard, but you're right. This is like so meaty that this goes anywhere. It goes even in personal life, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So do not forget your Broke to Boss tip, right? Oh, yeah. You can't ever forget the broke to, <laughs> broke to Boss tip. I
1: mean, that's critical, right? How can you survive without that? People people need that every week or they won't, they won't survive. I'm kidding, guys. Obviously, that's extreme. I place a lot of emphasis and value on my Broke to Boss tips. But um, they're really just things that we come up with as the episodes progress and as we start talking about things. So hope you guys find them as valuable as we do.
0: Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form.
1: So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long underrated industry that's full of quote unquote experts. All right.
0: Well, then let's take this show to the road. Absolutely. Okay. So number one, pay attention to your health. Yes. So (laughs) when I was doing a
1: ton of research about this, I mean, that seems so obvious, right? But, um, I was researching and it said people are 3.5, not just 3%, but 3.5 times more likely to be resilient when in good physical health, because the relationship is bi-directional. Physical health obviously supports resilience. Resilience leads to better physical recovery.
0: What are your thoughts on that? I know you're very health focused. Very. Well, okay. Let me, let me separate though. Um, My eating habits aren't on point. I I drink, right? Like, like I mean, like I—I I look no at no way, not oh, yeah, you. I know, I know, not me. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. Uh, no, I mean, like you look at Jailer, like God, she's like in her fifties, and she is just woo. That's, that's so that's my, that's my celebrity crush. Um, but Same. I look at her and I'm like, all right, what do you do? There's no way you drink. Sure enough. Nope. Doesn't drink. Okay. Well, that's not fun. <laughs> so basically but, uh, we're never going to look like JLo just, right.
1: it's just because of the drinking though. Not any other
0: reason. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> it's not genetics. It's not, no, <laughs> no, but, um, you know, I was just, uh, I had a, a great, uh, stint in, in Tahoe. Um, remote life love that but i was missing my my regimen my orange theory like that's my for me that's my escape. I go to the 515 in the morning class and I feel good. I feel a difference. So for today example, I didn't get to go. Um, we got my kids in the morning and I was like, okay, well, maybe I can go at lunch. Right? So I do notice the days that I don't work out and my sanity, my anxiousness. Um, I recently, I got anxiety older in life. I mean, I don't know when you're supposed to get anxiety, but I feel like I didn't get anxiety until I was pregnant with, with Diego. It's my first son. I, how, how are you in there? Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, I've been anxious since day one. I think I was like anxious in the womb. So that's just, I've never heard of it being like one of those things that people develop as they get older. I have heard of people developing it after they have kids, because we all know you'll never not stress after you have kids for the rest of your life. So totally, that's an interesting one um okay so then second one focus on your physical well-being so we talked Mm -hmm. about health but physical well-being so sleep eating healthy staying hydrated exercise again i know you're really big into this and i love that you said that you notice that you'll be off when you're not doing your your standard regimen you're not getting enough sleep or you know and i know for me like if i go on vacation it's a crap shoot. You know, it's done. Like I'm not going to eat the same. I'm not going to sleep the same. None of it's right. going to be the same. And just like you, my body just feels off this week. We've been crazy busy at work, as you know, and I haven't been able to exercise in the morning before when I start working and need to get kids to camp and all of that. And I definitely notice same as you difference in myself and I'm more anxious. You just need to, I need to get that out somehow. You and I are both This is going to be shocking to everyone. High energy people and um, (laughs) have to have a lot of shit going on. And so we don't if I don't have some kind of outlet like that before I sit at a desk all day, I kind of just like get.
0: Yeah, I actually got home from uh, a workout the other day and uh, my fiance, uh, I don't know why I like that. I like that word so much. Just funny. But um, he was like, whoa, are you okay?" I'm like, this is how I am after a workout. I was like, like, like a little energizer buddy. And he's always sleeping when I get home in the morning. So after work, like having like the energy from work and the energy from workout, he was like, okay, like, go in like to this cave or something. Go do something so you can explode. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're just like, Brr. and we already talk a lot and fast anyway. So I can only imagine what
0: your energy levels are like at that point. Poor Lincoln. I know, we'll pray for, for you, Lincoln. so i actually i have a question you brought up something interesting so we talk about uh, again resiliency at work um but then you can talk about on vacation so we we do we're a little different but we still have to be in it especially like when you have kids right you still have to have that resilient mindset resilience mindset so how do you even do that on vacation
1: i think that goes right into number three, which is practice relaxation techniques, um, meditation, quality time with family and friends. I think for me, like I just, as you know, was at the Kalahar resort this past weekend and, um, it's an indoor water park. It's kids around water, hundreds of people. I mean, it get that alone just gets my anxiety up, my adrenaline going, like all of it. And so I really think that, you have to practice relaxation techniques personally and professionally. When you're Mm -hmm. like, take a minute and go do something. And I I really had to do that. I had to go downstairs and like grab myself some coffee, get 10 minutes to myself because it was just go, 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 go. And then I end up, I'll end up in a mood or I'll end up super stressed. I'm like, but this is not not supposed to be fun. This is not something something that's supposed to be. Yeah. But you Mm -hmm. know how it is when there's just so much, so many activities and so much stimulation. So I think it's really important in both personal life and professional to just practice those relaxation techniques, meditation, um, reading for 10 minutes, whatever it does, that it is that relaxes you do that, whether it's for work or personal, still do
0: that. It kind of make that part of your routine. So how do you hold yourself accountable to that? Cause I know there's sometimes where we're like literally in back to back meetings where it's like, I'm going to wear a diaper pretty soon. Cause like, I don't have time to go back. <laughs> so- <laughs> <Same.
1: laughs> I think I, I, I wish I held myself. Excuse me. I wish I held myself accountable for that. I don't. And that's the problem. I notice the difference when I don't hold myself accountable. So I think for me, it's one of those things where it'll become a cycle where it's like, okay, I should wake up earlier just to ensure that I get that in. But I'm like, damn, I already wake up so early. But I know that by the end of the day, if I don't wake up early to work out, have that me time that I need, Mm -hmm. that by the end of the day, you know, my wagon's dragging. I'm not worth a shit. So I always love your (laughs) sayings. (laughs) my, my Texanisms, Um, but yeah, I, I can tell a difference in myself. So I think that you have to each to each their own, figure out a way to hold yourself accountable, myself included. I kind of feel like for me, summer's just everything gets off in summer, but once school starts again and we get, we are able to really be back in our routine as a family, then in turn, I personally will be able to get more into my back into my routine.
0: Yeah. How do you think we can, I mean, not just family, but let's, let's go back to work for a second. But how do you think we can actually tell, um, our colleagues, our leaders, you know, at all levels, um, you know, like, look, I can't do back-to-backs. Like I I've now been trying to be like, Brandon, give yourself 15 minutes, like 10 minutes, do something. It's difficult because every like, you know, time is money. Right. But how, Mm -hmm. how do you think we can do that as an organization? God,
1: I mean, I wish we had an answer to that. You know, we tried doing the no meeting Fridays and then what, what that felt like to me, and I'd love to hear your perspective, is that it kind of it felt exactly like how it feels like when you go on vacation, like take a Friday or a Monday off, and then you're like, shit, I got four days to cram everything I would normally do in five. And that's how that no meeting Fridays kind of ended up being for me, where it's like, in order to adhere to that, because it's great in theory, but then it was cramming my days, Monday through Thursday, just back to back to back to back. Um, I really do think it's important that both of us, everybody gets 15 minutes, some kind of break in between to like breathe, get yourself situated. Or I
0: keep that kind of frazzled momentum going into every single meeting that I'm in. Love that you said that the frazzled momentum, because that's exactly what it is. And you can't be resilient in those moments. You can't be your best self. And so I think when we talk about resiliency, it's like, um, you'll you'll be more triggered easily, you know. If yeah. if if you're just keep going, keep going, keep going, and then also, I mean, I'm sure everyone can relate to this. There's some meetings that you're like, damn, I got to do that meeting today. Like you got a good meeting, a bad meeting, a okay meeting, you know, depending on what it is, what it's about, who it's with. You know, there's just so many interesting things. And as a recruiter, especially if you're doing phone screen after phone screen after phone screen, it's like you don't even know who you talk to. So your notes better be on point.
1: Yeah. And that well, and I think you bring up a great point. That's another area in which that those fifteen minutes in between meetings could really be useful, even if it's not, you know, to go change your diaper or whatever it is that you need to do. <laughs> um, but you know, it's even if it's just to like, okay, let me prepare. Let me go and like get my notes together, review like going into each meeting prepared, even coming into this prepared. Let me review and kind of what our topics are. It's just one of those things that it's like that fifteen minute buffer. it could only help. It could only benefit us all. I did work for a company historically that they would make every meeting, like the CEO said, um, that the meetings had to be 45 minutes, no hour long meetings. So you could block an hour, but the last 15 minutes, I mean, he held all the leaders accountable. It's a hard stop at 45 minutes. So you need to cover your agenda. You need to do what you need to do because people need those 15 minute buffers in between each meeting to come prepared.
0: I really like that. I'm actually going to write that down. Um, That's solid. I was just actually, it's funny. I was talking to my my brother about this. So he is um, working internal, we won't say where, although everyone knows. (laughs) But uh, um, they have like, just back to back meetings. I'm like, when do you work? Like, what is going on? Like, what are these for? Like, there's just no way that they can hold you accountable to your job. And it's like, they're very much about Uh, work-life balance but it's like then when are they working they're just having meetings you know and and some of them are culture building meetings which are always great right and then some are working meetings but it's just yeah it's just such a long day such a long day
1: and I don't I don't know about you but I hate when I feel like I'm just in back to back to back meetings and then I'll have something fluffy or something that's for the culture that I are things I absolutely love I can't stress it and I love those things but if I've got a day that's just like Mm. boom, 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 boom of meetings that can tend to stress me out. I'm like, Oh, you know, I just don't have time for that. But it's the things that I love the most that I actually feel better when I go into those meetings. And it's like, okay, then the rest of my day that is also back to back meetings kind of re-energizes me to have some sort of like, just like midday kiki, just shoot the shit Mm -hmm. sesh, you know, and everybody kind of just like we're doing today. I think that's absolutely great. I've been back to back meetings after that. And before that, obviously, as I know you are, but it's going to feel good to just kind of, okay, it's a light meeting. It's fun. We're just going to all shoot the shit. That's going to help energize me. I know for the rest of the day. Although it's one of those things where what we talked about, Brianna, like we'll make plans. And then we'll absolutely dread those plans. We're like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. And then, but when you go, you're so happy you went. You're like, oh, I totally. needed to go do this. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. That's what I feel like is. sometimes those meetings can be. Any meeting can be, but those, especially those culture ones where you're like, but well, we have business things that we need to do. But it's like, no, that that's probably one of the most important ones you need to be in for the day. You know?
0: 100%. 100%. I, I uh, subscribe to this guy. It's like Mr. Productivity or something like that. And he was really big on blocking off his calendar for like, absolutely everything like really extreme. So I used to be the opposite. I used to hate seeing a full calendar and now I even have focus time on my calendar, which is cool, which will automatically decline meetings. Um, which, you know, so there's, yeah, there's so many different things that I've been kind of, um, I guess looking forward to where, like, I see all of these things on there. I'm like, no, this is some good stuff. Here we go. So in my mind, I'm like, hey, I'm going to figure this out in this meeting, and I'm going to work for an hour, and I'm going to figure this out, and then we're going to, you know, work for an hour. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting, but it, it again, it goes back to the resilient mind on how you can constantly recharge and feel good pushing forward which I think leads you into your fourth one.
1: I was about to say that's beautiful because that's a perfect segue into the fourth of practice reframing threats as challenges. And so this one is going to be a little bit meatier because I thought Mm -hmm. this one was so huge and I really, really liked it. I think a lot of of what we do in life and how we approach situations, it's mental. You know, it's all in your head. Change your mindset. So- Um, practice reframing threats as challenges, cognitive appraisal is the way in which we view an event or a situation, including its meaning and what is required to overcome it. So when we see something as a challenge, we recognize the possibility of growth. And then we also perceive that we have the resources to deal with the situation. So that view results in feelings of energy, anticipation, excitement, and they mobilize people for action and problem solving. I absolutely
0: love that. that. It's hard to do. It's hard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's, it is it's, it's super hard to do and I think honestly this is one like affirmations come into place and um I, I have so I, do you practice affirmations I don't no oh you're you're no. missing out I love that that's like a whole up episode I could I, I could rock say, that it, you we know we need
1: to have an affirmation episode then if you yeah. feel you're like oh yeah we need to have uh, it when you get that action. reaction
0: my my eight-year-old has them and really? he's like, yeah, and I'm not joking. And, and, and this is funny, but like we were playing darts uh-huh. and he's ta- saying his affirmations out loud just so he can like focus and hit the dartboard and like win. It was like crazy. I was like so impressed because I, I, I'm very open with all of the things, all the practices I have. And I wish my parents would have told me about a lot of resiliency, affirmations, uh, emotional intelligence, all that stuff. Right. Um, so I try really hard with the kids, but yeah, it was so funny. He's <laughs> just reciting his affirmations.
1: I love that. I'm actually writing that down so that we can have a whole episode about that because I think that's good stuff for me. And I know there's others t- that need to learn that as well. So affirmations, your kind of best practices tips for your, not only yourself, but your kids affirmations for your kids. I, I would love Love to hear more about that.
0: Yeah. So then, how do you reframe uh, reframe your mind?
1: Um, For me, it's a lot of probably like I mean, you've seen some of the videos I record. I go hide in my closet, so that's like (laughs) my place that I go. You'll see in some of my videos, I've got my safe behind me. I go to in my closet, and that's like. That's where I go to get a minute to breathe. You know, I leave it dark in there. I'll just go sit in there for a second. And I I, I call it getting my mind right. Like mommy's going to go get her mind right. I'll be right back, you know? <laughs> and so yeah. they know I have these little breaks that I go take where it's like, I'm going to go and I go and tell myself, it's a lot of like coaching myself of, okay, this fits for a full day of baseball or whatever. And it's stressful. The schedule will have me run around like a chicken with my head cut off. I'm like, this is fun stuff. It's not that I have to talk to myself a lot. That sounds legit
0: crazy, but that's um, that's like affirmations though.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well then yeah. Get your mind. Right. is definitely an affirmation that I I will go to the closet get your mind. Right. Okay. And then I'll come out and I'll be like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm refreshed. Um, so, do you want to lead? Let's go right into the broke to boss tip, which I think is is perfect because it's yeah. about mindsets. So, um, broke to boss tip for this week: becoming aware of mindsets that don't serve you is the first
0: step to changing them. Oh, I like that. My mom says something about like, um, don't let people take free rent in your head. Something along yeah. like, it's. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I like that. Can you repeat that one? That's a great one.
1: Yeah. Becoming aware of mindsets that don't serve you is the first step to changing them.
0: Love it. Love that. Woo. Yeah, that was good.
1: (laughs) It's a good one.